Uh, welcome to our Coffee Talk podcast. Uh, my name is Rian and I work for Forward Steps and Wellbeing for Me. And I am the family disability worker and um, a plain transition worker. So today I'm with Shannon. Hello, Shan. Hi, Ari. You right? So, Shannon is our um, speech and language coordinator for Talk Together. Is that right, Shan? Development officer. Development officer. All right, okay. Uh, there's there's, there's so many different that? roles in building blocks. I, I don't even know what the titles are and all. <laughs> oh, exactly. I know. I feel like they change know, all the time, yeah, doesn't so it? Many. So many. Um, so, yeah, the development officer for Talk Together and Building Blocks. I need to remember that one now. Right, right. Mm. Um, so, Shannon does... Um, a lot of speaking language uh, intervention. So I'm just going to um, say mm-hmm. what Talk Together is. So Talk Together is an early intervention programme for speech and language. So the kind of things that the team does is helping children who might be um, struggling with speech and language and communication. So um, mm-hmm. is that kind of right, Chan? Am I on the right lines? Yeah, yeah. So most like parents or schools might get in touch with us um, if they expect. It can they can have a diagnosis already, but just that they're struggling. They have speech and language delay, and they just need some more extra support. Yeah. Really, in the yeah. early years. So is that is yeah. that early intervention then, or is that something else? Yeah, it is. Um, it is early intervention because it's in the early years, not to five really. Um. Then when they go on, then into their so so if they've been diagnosed with autism, say they mm-hmm. have their their services in the long run. Then so like the speech and language therapy, um, you know, play services like wellbeing for yeah. me. Or, you yeah. know, they'll have all that in place. But that's is the kind of before. Um, and we can help them out then with just them early skills to. Through, through the yeah, lives. So it's like extra support. Yeah. Some of them would be um, accessing speech therapy, but this is also an extra support as well, isn't it? And even before. Yeah, yeah. A lot of our children. Some of our children have speech therapy whilst coming to talk together. It's just need that extra support. Say so if they've only got, you know, a block of therapy for ten weeks and then they yes. get a break, they still want to continue support, so they'll come to talk together. Then yeah, that's really good. And we can see, we work with speech therapists sometimes and they give us work that they want, that, that we can do with them yeah, as well. That's really good. So yeah. we can carry on with professionals. Yeah, so you work yeah. with other professionals as well. Um, not just yeah. uh, probably speech, uh, speech therapists, but other health care professionals as well. Yeah, we've worked with like OTs, if they've got other. Obviously, we, we go into the schools as well, right. see. So we do work with teachers quite closely. Yeah, well, that's really good. Um disability coordinator yeah. Um, Talbot. yeah there's quite a few really and, um, do you also work with the parents as well then yeah of course they're our main um they're our main uh, partnership isn't it you've got to have a really good partnership with the parents yeah they, they know their child bestie don't they of course yeah yes. and they're with them most time yeah exactly so um um, I'm going to just give a little explanation of what, what, I, what I think speech is. So um, what I see as speech is, so it's like um, like sounds that come out from the mouth, um, mm-hmm. which are feelings, thoughts and feelings uh, that they, of, by articulating sounds. 
So is that kind of the right lines, Sharon, of all speeches? Yeah, that, that's right. Um, what people, I think, then is as subsections in speech then that we got to look out for. So there's articulation. So that is putting your sounds together correctly, using your mouth, your lips, your jaw to to say things right so you can get your message across. Um, so some children might come in with that, that problem. Yeah. And if you're really working on sounds then to get a clear message. Also then your voice as well is in speech. So your vocal folds and you've got to breathe correctly to make some certain yeah. sounds and to change your tone and your pitch to be able to express how you are feeling, like yelling or, yeah. you know. Um, and then there's fluency then with yeah. speech. So you, you so that does can be can be in this yeah. part people are repeating sounds or um not saying things smoothly yeah. you know so like if they want to say i like apple yeah. they might say like i like apple and it'd be very stop and start yeah, you know you. yeah yeah so that's yeah, kind of so that's really um, yeah it can be well with stuttering as well it can be can, a lot of it can be caused with ang- well more with anxiety but like you have a lot of anxiety speaking and so you might not want to speak yeah. in front of people yeah, yeah it can be quite scary so, yeah exactly so have we got some um, examples of speech development yeah so the earliest stages we've got speech development that people might not realize is when your baby is you know only a couple of months and they start cooing oh, and googling yeah. So, um, yeah, that is the first stages then of speech development. Oh, which, um, yeah. And then once they start, and the different cries as well, that is actually speech development because they're communicating the yeah. sound in a different way for something, okay. you know, get something. Um, then they might babble for play on words, um, on sounds together. And it's like as if they are talking. If you have a baby babbling yeah. in there, they like saying it to you. Yeah. And they don't look language. Yeah, they try you. Yeah, exactly. And they might um, start then, you know, your vowel and consonants together. So, you know, if you have a little baby yeah. and they're going, mam, 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 or dad, 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 dad. They're just playing on them, putting them first sounds together. Yeah. It might not actually mean that they're saying ma'am because the understanding might not be there yet but they are exploring them sounds together which is important um stage in speech development definitely yeah. uh, obviously then is the most um obvious one is saying words yeah, yeah. saying words to to express what you want, feel ideas, and put into words together. Then later on, to have sentences, yeah, and using those words to essentially talk, ask, and request things. Yeah, yeah. all right, that's really good, Dan. In the back, <laughs> then, sorry. <laughs> um, he's involved, doesn't he? He's talking. Uh, yeah, he's communicating <laughs> with us. Yeah. <laughs> so give me attention. <laughs> So I'm going to go on to uh, language now. What is language? So I'm going to tell you what I think language is. So it's like a mm-hmm. form of communication, like like expressing 
thoughts and ideas and feelings and emotions. Is that kind of like what you yeah, definitely. With um language though, we've got two parts okay. of language which need to go together. So you've got receptive language in, which is I like to say everything that goes in. So it's your understanding. Right. So someone saying something to you, you understand what that word means in that language. Yeah. You know? And then you've got expressive language. So you using that language then, so the talk okay. side of language. Okay. Oh, cool. So we've got some examples of receptive language. Yeah. Um, so receptive then, the understanding part. You could, if, you're, if you think your child might not be understanding receptive language, then they might not be have doing some of these. So it's like listening to, following the instructions that you yeah. say understanding different types of words so they might know objects but they might not know big small yeah, yeah. um you know pronouns uh, colors concepts of things um they might understand a word but they may not be understanding your sentence yeah, right. so they might understand ball but they might not turn you know where is the ball yeah so they might not understand the question that you're saying um so if they are, they might show emotion in response to language. They might understand when you say touch your body parts. They might understand when you listen to a story together. Yeah. They might point and look at objects then of what you're saying. So that means they're understanding. Yeah. You know, that ball and I'm pointing to the ball yeah. look because I know what a ball is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's, that's great. Um, what about uh, expressive language skills? Have you got some examples of those? Yeah, so that's all then. They know the language and they're going to use the language now to, to communicate with you verbally. So they might be labelling things around the environment, like I said, oh, that's a TV, that's a chair, that's, you know. They might describe, use action words to be like, oh, running, I'm running, yeah. you know, jumping, all that. Okay. Might put words together then in a sentence to convey could convey a different message so they might say drink but they if they just said drink they might think oh they want to drink yeah. but if they say no drink that's telling you a different message that they yeah, don't want definitely. to drink and that's how lamb using words and then you can convey a different message completely yeah. isn't it? oh awesome um, so now i'm just going to go on to communication what i think communication is what is communication? So I'm going to say what I think communication is. So what I think it is, is, is communication, sending and receiving a message between two or more, two or more people. Is that right? Yeah, I think that's, you've got a spot on there. Um, and it's so important. It's actually the foundation of all speech and language. Um, you've got to have communication first, even if it's non-verbal or verbal. You've got to want to communicate. You know what I mean? You've got to have that motivation to want to say a message to someone. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's really important um, to be able to communicate in some sort of way. Okay, cool. So, um, have you got some examples of communication? Yeah, I've got some. Ex so, like, your non-verbal communication would be 
you know, your body movement, um, pointing, gestures, signing is a good one because you actually have a whole, you know, non-verbal language that you can communicate to someone. Yeah. Isn't it so important as well if your child is non-verbal and you don't think will speak in the future? Um, then you've got the verbal um, ways of communicating then. So words and stuff, but also making sounds, screaming, shouting, crying, isn't it? There's all yeah, there's and behaviour, isn't it? Like every behaviour is a way of communicating something, you know, yeah, of course. that you're anxious about or you don't like, even though it's not a positive way, it's still it's still a sign that you can see, all right, my child's gonna tell me something, yeah. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Okay, so um, that's quite good, Shan. Lots of examples there of um, how to communicate. Yeah, um, yeah. Of thing, communication. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, I think that sums up uh, what speech and language and communication is. I think we've got into into it quite well, but there yeah. are a lot of other areas. Oh um, yeah, we go into. We just touched quite on. Yeah, we just touched on a few, but there, you know, you could go really into it and like I have got training that I'm trying to develop on the different areas but um if they wanted to hear just a little bit more about it through the podcasts then there's so many things we could go into you know yeah that's, that's true and um, so if there's any listeners out there who um want to again contact with us and know what um what areas that they would like us to go into and um, what kind of areas are there Sean, that you could just throw out there uh, well there's all the different um development milestones for first a little bit more on like you know non-verbal communication how i can you could try and um stimulate speech um you know all the different disorders then that might affect speech and language you know like language disorder autism and how that might present their speech yeah. and traits, you know and how that could help so there's so many yeah there's, there's quite a lot so um, i'll see who um comes forward and see what yeah. podcast we can make in the future Definitely. but um Definitely. if there is a child or family concerned about their child's um speech and language how could they um get in contact with you shan um well we have a facebook page that's the main one that you could like have activities tips every day then through that it's just called talk together you could email me or um, ring me i do have a leaflet um also if you are concerned biggest thing i would say is either get in touch with the new intervention service speak to a health is just speak to someone you know and the earlier the better realistically if your child isn't saying much by 18 months or trying to say words i would start from there really earlier the earliest better as an early event intervention is key if they say so yeah definitely i think um you could even just go to your GP. Um, yeah. We are, um, well, no, not in the Nathan Batava area now, especially talk together. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you can get easily just get in contact with your GP and they yeah. can probably direct you in the... Uh, yeah, GPs help us. They all know of us now, so they do kind of refer uh, on to us then. Yeah, you've had lots of referrals. You are quite busy, and you, Shan. Yeah, well, I was working it out. We've got, we had 240 children we've worked with in the past four years. 
Wow, that's brilliant. I know, it's growing all the time. Yeah, yeah. I always see you when you're so busy. <laughs> I know, like a whippet running around. <laughs> yeah, even um, due to COVID and everything going on now, we still are running. Um, we just have to adapt it on Zoom sessions and stuff. But we are yeah. still taking on and still supporting everyone. Uh, that was really good so um nothing gets in your way then or anybody's way in accessing you then no really. no we're still here that's oh that's great so um if you would like to get in contact with us um as you say we have got a, a web page um on uh building blocks family center you can get in contact with us through there mm-hmm. or there's a facebook page called talk together that you can um invite yourself and um there's also we also got email addresses on there. You can just directly email us if you are looking for um some support. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, get in contact with us if you'd like us to talk about any other podcasts around speech and language. Yeah. And thank you for um listening and thank you, Shan, for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. See you soon. Thanks, Shan. Bye. Bye.